Hey everyone, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Dave Nixon, and I'm a lifelong student of karate and the martial arts, but I'm also an instructor and a dojo owner. Whether you're just starting out in the martial arts, getting ready for your black belt, or you have your own dojo or your own club, we've got you covered. Welcome to Canadian Dojo. Hey guys, and welcome to another podcast edition of the Canadian Dojo podcast. I know it's been a little while since I've actually done one of these, you know what, busy, 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 life, life, life. Uh, But I've got my freaking uh, collaborator back with me, Gabe, uh, is here. Welcome back, Gabe. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure to be on the podcast. I love it here. Um, Outstanding, outstanding. I love having you here. So uh, today's podcast is called Random Questions. So the idea is uh, I follow a couple of uh, martial arts, uh, you know, uh, Facebook pages, social media pages and things like that. And every now and again, they put out like this, this just out of the blue random question. And some of them have actually been pretty good. Uh, and I actually have responded to to some of them. But I just thought, well, that's kind of an interesting sort of idea. So what's happened is I talked to Gabe about it. So he's got a list of these random questions. You can almost call this, a, you know, an interview uh, in some weird sort of way. But Gabe's got this list of random questions. Um, I, I have – he's going to ask me just off the cuff some of these questions. I have no idea what he's going to ask. Uh, and, uh, but they're all martial arts related, at least I'm assuming they're all martial arts related. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, so without, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Gabe. So Gabe, what, 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 what do you want to ask? What okay. do you want to know? Okay. First question. Yeah. And we talk about this on, on, on the floor when we're training. Yeah. What is your martial arts philosophy? Uh, okay. Uh, martial arts philosophy. Um, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, a you know, a, a, a big question, you know, I think that I, my martial arts philosophy was, um, um, you know, formulated very much with, uh, you know, from Gichin Funakoshi, right. Uh, that said the ultimate aim of the martial arts lies not in victory or in defeat, but in the perfection of the character of its participants. Um, well, I listen, I'm just, that's a quote, you know, I'm not even sure it's, I'm not even sure it's a pure quote to be quite honest with you, but that's the sentiment that came from, from Gichin Funakoshi. And it is something that I actually very much, very much, you know, believe in. So, you know, ultimately, ultimately, I think it comes down to, you know, from a personal standpoint, why are you training? Right. And everybody's reasons for training are their own. So, so, you know, your own personal, your philosophy, you know, it isn't necessarily the philosophy of your dojo. It's, it's, it's your own philosophy. And I've always sort of looked at the martial arts as, as a means by, you know, the idea with karate is that it, it's, 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 you know, it's a means to self-perfection though, you know, obviously there's no such thing as perfection, but, um, yeah, I, I, if I had to, if I had to say what my martial arts philosophy was, it would be that and maybe I would tie in sort of how we define respect here, treating others the way you would like to be treated, kind of the golden rule, um, but yeah, I think I think from from a philosophical standpoint, I'll 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 throw my hat in with uh, with uh, Gichin Funakoshi. So I'll, I'd consider you know, you know myself in very good company with that. You know? <laughs> or conversely, he could consider himself in very good company with that. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, the ultimate aim of the martial arts lies not in victory and defeat, but in the perfection of the character of its participants. There we go. Philosophy one hundred and one. Good. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Great. Um, next one. Which style? Would you recommend someone who has never studied martial arts and why? Uh, yeah, actually, that's a, that's a, that's another, that's another good question. Um, I, I don't think that I would recommend any style over another, 
to be honest. Yeah. Listen, I'm biased. Karate, come to yeah. karate. Take karate, right? Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, let me just throw that out, let, let that out into the world right now. Um, but I, I actually, I actually think that it's a much bigger question. It's, it's actually, you know, if somebody came to me and said, "I've never studied martial arts before. What do you think I should take?" I think, you know, like somebody coming in and. And wanting to, you know, like when I, I used to work in the, you know, the scuba industry and somebody would come in and they would want to, you know, buy some scuba gear. It's just like, okay, well, where are you scuba diving? How much are you scuba diving? You know, what kind of scuba diving do you see yourself doing in the future type type thing, right? So there's a whole bunch of questions there. It's just like, well, why, why are you signing? Why do you want to take martial arts, right? What's your motivation? Are you looking to get fit? Are you looking for self-defense? Are you looking for, you know, uh, something else, right? So, um so, you know, that, that obviously weighs into the equation as to what I would, you know, potentially, potentially rec- recommend. Um, how old are you? Right. You know, what, 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 you know, what's your, you know, what's your age range? What's your current physical fitness level? Uh, things along those lines, you know, what I'm not going to recommend, you know, somebody who's 71 go into a Muay Thai club. Right. So, or something along those lines, uh, at least not, you know, without knowing exactly what they're getting themselves into. So I, I think, I think. Um, you know, if you've never studied the martial arts before, you know, you need to sort of ask yourself the questions, well, what am I looking to get out of the martial arts? And then that will help inform the person's decision as to maybe the direction that they want to go. Do they want to go to, you know, do they want to do karate? Do they want to do Taekwondo? Um, you know, are they not interested in any of that? And, you know, they're, they're comfortable being on the ground and doing some ground stuff. So BJJ, maybe something along those lines. Um, are they, are they a bouncer looking to get some skills to help them in their job? Uh, okay, well, you know, maybe you need to go to an MMA club or maybe you need to go to a, you know, a a boxing school, right. Or something along those lines. So, so I think that that sort of would, would inform my, my sort of answer to that question. If, you know, what style, the other thing, the other side of that is, is this, right? If you're looking for a dojo, and I, I think I may have talked about this before at some point in the time on one of the podcasts, if you're looking at, at going into a, a martial art, um, you know what you need to do? You need to go to all of the clubs. Don't shop online. Don't, don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't be lazy. Right. Don't, don't, don't shop online. Go into the dojos, go into the dojangs, go into these places, check them out, right? See what the atmosphere is like, Huge. right? Watch the instructors teaching class, get a sense of whom you're, who you're going to be dealing with and learning from and paying. So yeah, I, I, I think that's a big one. I think that's a big one, um, that, that you need to sort of go there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, sir. Now this one on the other side, what advice would you give someone who's thinking of quitting martial arts? Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah. just we just talked about coming, coming in. in. What, now about somebody co- want to go out, and why? Uh, yeah. I okay. Yeah. Um, this is actually one that I, I responded to on this on this oh, okay. on the social media site, um, and you know basically, I, I I own a dojo. I've been teaching for a very long time. I've had a lot of people come through the door. I've had a lot of people leave. Um, you know, and and. I think that if you're looking to if you're looking to quit, you need to sort of take a maybe take a just a small step back, right, uh, and ask why, right. Um, so the the problem with training in the martial arts, and I, and I and I use the term problem deliberately, is that it's year long, right, um, and it's not 
start finish. Yeah, exactly. It's not exactly. There's no, there's no, there's no end date. You know, yeah. there's no expiration date on your training, right? So it's something that's, it, it becomes a lifestyle for a lot of people, right? The thing is though, that when we're doing our training uh, and we're, we're at the dojo uh, and we're between belts and things like that, you know, we, we have these, we have these hills and valleys in our, in our, in our training cycle, right? There are days these that- lulls, Yeah, right? absolutely. There are days that we're on top of the world, yeah. you know, and we can't wait to get to the dojo uh, because, you know, oh, I'm learning that new kata I'm, or we're starting this thing tonight or doing that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then there are times where, you know what, um, you've been at the same belt for a year and you don't feel like you're progressing because the problem is that as you, as you go up the belt levels, um, when you're a white belt and, and a yellow belt and an orange belt and those, and those junior belts, when you, you, you tend to, you, you tend to see, um, like the, the, the learning that you're, the knowledge that you're acquiring is very tangible, right? You can actually see yourself getting better. Your, your parents or your spouse or your, the other students in the dojo can see you getting better technically. The problem is that when you get up to, you know, the senior belt levels, um, those, those, uh, improvements, the, the arc of those improvements changes. So now, now the, you know, the, you are improving, but you're improving at a slower pace. You know what? You're making micro improvements as opposed to these macro improvements that you make when you're, you know, a junior belt. So you get to this position where you're in a bit of a lull. That's so, what I'm in. Well, hardly, <laughs> right? So, so, but, the, so, so when somebody comes to me and they say, they say, you know, they're, that they, that, that they want to quit. Um, the first thing my recommendation is, is, you know what, talk to your sensei, right? Talk to them. Right? You should be able to, like, you should be able to. And if you're not able to, if you don't feel comfortable talking to them, you know, pull one of the senior belts aside, pull one of the black belts aside. And right? maybe they might've felt this at that. Yeah. At that time. Right. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you are looking to quit, right. Um, and by quitting, I mean, just stopping. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about quitting. And like, if I have a kid who comes to me and says, Mr. Nixon, you know what? Um, I play rep hockey and I'm really finding it tough to make it into the karate and into, into karate because you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm really sort of committed to the, to the hockey. You know what? Awesome. Go play hockey. Be, be, go play hockey and be awesome at it. You know, you can always come back to the martial arts later, right? Be, but be awesome at it. It's when, it's when the people come in and, you know, the kids in particular, and they say, I'm going to, I want to quit karate. Well, okay, well, what are you going to do? Right? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not good. Right. right. Yeah. That's not, that's not good. I'm going to take up guitar. Great. Playing an instrument's great, but unless you're playing like Eddie Van Halen, there's frankly not a lot of, Eddie Van Halen was a musician, by the way, guys, just want to kind of put that up. For Some of young, our young, for, uh, yeah, for uh, younger uh, listeners yeah. out there, right? The the three young people that listen to this, yeah. right? Um, so, so yeah. So, so, you know, but have a conversation, have a conversation with your sensei. Uh, if I have a pet peeve here and yeah. I do have, I do have a pet peeve. It's just like, you know what? It's when it comes out of left field for the instructor. You don't see it coming. Yeah, you don't see it coming. Nobody, nobody sort of giving you any warning. Nobody said, "Hey, you know, little Johnny or is or little Janie is, uh, you know, they're, they're starting to they're starting to lose their interest a little bit. You know, what can we do? Can we can, can is there anything we could do? Yeah, we can maybe do some private lessons. You know what? Um, you know, get them get them psyched up for their next belt. Maybe uh, get them ready for a tournament. Go uh, go out and try a tournament. You know, something along those lines. But it's when it comes out of left field. It's just like you know, yeah, he doesn't want to do it anymore, so we're not going to bring him. You know what? Or I don't want to do it anymore. I'm not going to come by. Right. So that, that's it, you know, just, just, you know, honestly, if somebody, if you're looking to quit, ask yourself why, talk to one of the senior belts, talk to your instructor, right. And see if you can get back on track that it's not rocket science. No, 
Do you really find? Is. Do you find, sir, um, between adults and the younger, the younger kids, the like, which, do you find more adults stay in it longer because of the dedication, or is it the kids, the parents? It's too much for the parents, or um, I'm just thinking. Oh, I think yeah no I yeah I I think that well at at the end of the day right if somebody's looking to quit it's always an adult decision yeah right so if you're an adult student and you're here and you're looking to leave a dojo you're making the decision yeah, parents yeah so <laughs> yeah exactly right but if you're a kid right who's you know struggling right yeah. or, or or something like that it's the parents who are deciding to pull the kid out right right. Again, little Johnny doesn't want to do it anymore. Right. I'm, it, he's a headache to get there. He doesn't want to go. Blah 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 blah. As your parent, you know, right? yes. stuff like I, that, yeah. right? So exactly. So so yeah. So it's always it's always an adult decision. But with the adults themselves, it's it's. I do find that the adults who generally join tend to stick with it. Mind you, we've got actually at this dojo. You know, touch wood. Now that I'm saying it, we've actually got a fairly a fairly you know yeah. above normal per, you know what the retention percentage. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Right. So, um, I'm, I don't have that, you know, what people would come in and they, 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 they're white belts for like, you know, five weeks and then they quit. Right. I, that generally doesn't happen. So here. that, that, that goes to your, maybe in the beginning of how you, if, if you, if fit their goals when you were talking about what yeah. martial art to pick yeah. and they, yeah, could well be, yeah, could, could well be, could well be. Yeah. You can, but you're directing them to maybe to the right. Well, you hope so. Yeah, you hope so. You know, I think I think it's sort of the way that we introduce people to the martial arts as well here. Okay. So it's a little bit different, okay. right? Um, and uh, but yeah, but again, if somebody's looking to quit, just like you know, honestly, communicate. Just communicate. Don't come out of left field, right? Uh, and 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 quite often there's some kind of underlying reason, you know, what whatever it is. So, uh, but just just yeah, just just have a, just frankly, you know, again, just I'll say it this way. Frankly, have the courtesy to have the conversation. Yes, yeah, at least that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the respect is that's the respect, right? Yeah, I, I, I used to say to my the kids in my old dojo, you know, the senior belt kids, just like, okay, you guys are going to get to a position where you may want to stop training. That may well happen. Um, when it does, you guys, you kids, you senior belt kids, have to come to me yourselves and sit me down and tell me that you're quitting. Right? I don't. I'm not getting a phone call. I'm not getting a text. I'm or not an getting email. an email from yeah. your parents. You guys are the ones who have to come in here, sit me down and tell me what you're quitting and why, right? And I said, I said, I'm not going to freak out on you. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm not even going to talk. I'm not even going to try to talk you into staying, but just like from a life lesson a standpoint, life lesson. yes, right? Yep. You know, you guys have to come in here and you have to sit me down just like you will for your first boss and you know, that first job you want to quit, right. right? That's not on your mom and dad to do, Right. That's a life skill. It's a life lesson, and you guys have to do it. Karate is supposed to teach life lessons. The skills you learn in the martial arts are supposed to be applicable in other aspects of your life. Right. Right. That's a life lesson. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Oh, that's good. No, I I agree with that, for sure. All right. Uh, next one, sir. Let's see here. Have you ever had to use your martial arts in a real life scenario? <laughs> Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Good. I, I have. And it worked? <laughs> it did. It worked. Yeah, it did. It did. You know, listen. And it, now, sir, because we talk about it in class. Yeah. It came second nature, like boom, or, um. No, generally, yeah, it comes, it came. It, that's yeah. how good you are. I wouldn't say that's how good I am. It just, it just, yeah, it just, it just, 
yeah, you, know, you just do what you got to do, right? right? So, um, yeah, you know, listen. At the at the end of the day, I I I don't wish violence, you know, what on anybody. Um, I don't wish um, anybody to ever need to use anything they learn in the martial arts in in a real world scenario. You know what? I I sincerely don't. I think I think more times than not, you know what? You know what? I think I think one of the caveats to this is people think that. When you ask a question like that, which is a fair question from you know martial arts standpoint, uh, I think people think that the answer is always you know well you have to hit somebody or take somebody take somebody down or, or knock somebody out or something along those lines, and that could well be the case, right? I, that could well be the case. The other aspect of that is you know where you've been in a position where you had the the presence of mind and the wherewithal and you're cool and you're calm under that kind of pressure to diffuse a situation before it got to that, to the, to the physical side of it, right? And that's, I think, as big a part of the martial, your martial arts training as anything else. Like, you know, you look at, a, you look at gradings, right. for example, or belt tests, belt evaluations, whatever you want to call them. But I, I'm a firm believer that gradings are supposed to be tough, right? I think that they're supposed to be challenging. I think they're supposed to put you under stress. The same kind of stress, for that matter, you're going to find if you're ever on the street and somebody, some some punk confronts you, right? Um, you know, you, but you 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 keep a presence of mind about it. You know what? Getting up and doing your kata in front of the class, right? Uh, in front of a big class when it's super nerve wracking, or going to a tournament, as right. you know, right? Getting out there and you know in a tournament in a ring, you know, where you got other competitors and judges that you have no idea who they are, right? So, so learning to deal with that stress and that anxiety, uh, I think, is a key component of self defense. So, so the mental the mental side of it is is as is as much as anything. You know what? Somebody somebody getting in your face, right? It's like whoa, whoa, whoa hey, 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 listen, I you, I'm not looking for trouble. You're not looking for trouble. Yeah. I, you know, let's just yeah, let's. You know, let, let's go have a beer, right? Yeah. We'll sort it out. We'll talk, right? And then there we go. As opposed to, you know, I'm going to get my back up because you got your back up and somebody's going to end up on their back, yeah. right? So, so yeah. So, so, so I think that's more, I think that, 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 that's a, 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 a bigger side of it per se than, than, uh, you know, I like we're talking with the kids using your martial arts. Yeah. I teach the kids how to do strikes and stuff like that. You know, um, but I also teach them that confidence is a great way to stand up to a bully. So without ever throwing a punch. So, so yeah, yeah. Yes, I have had to use it. And it, and that's, yeah, that's good. And it ended in my favor. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Next question. What makes a good martial artist? Dedication. Um, commitment. Um uh, a big one, I think, is integrity. Uh, you know, that, that whole thing, you know, the sensei leaves the floor for a second. You know, okay, guys, 25 push-ups, 25 sit-ups, 25 squats. And sensei has to leave the floor for a quick second. And you do all 25 of yeah. each. You know, you're not taking a shortcut. You're not cheating. You're cheating yourself uh, yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? I think there's, a, I think there's a, maybe a little bit of humility in there as well, being, you know, being humble. Um I, you know, those, 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 those guys who run around, you know, what, uh, the cock of the walk and they're, you know, and, and the pop, they're puffing their chest out. I have no patience for those guys. I have no patience for them at all. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, I think, you know, um, I don't think you have to be, I don't think you have to be the most skilled 
person on the dojo to floor, ironically, to be the best martial artist on the dojo floor. Oh. Okay. Right? Um, there are certain things that, you know, as I get older, there are just certain things that I cannot do anymore, <laughs> right? I will not do anymore, yeah. right? Because they'll ruin me. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean I can't communicate them. I think that's another good thing. Another A, a good martial artist should be a good communicator, right? Um, you know, a good martial artist is somebody who really knows their stuff. And again, that, again, that's not necessarily, um, you know, the person who can execute it the very best on the dojo floor. I think a good martial artist is somebody who can give me the, not only the how to do something, but can to give me the why you do it that right. way. I think that's somebody who's a good martial artist, right? Yeah. So I think, I think those skills are, are, are paramount. Right uh, to to being what I would classify as somebody is is a good martial artist. I think I think one of the highest compliments you can give somebody as a martial artist is like, yeah, they know their stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So, this one's um, one that a lot of people ask, um, and I want to see how you'll respond to this. How long did it take you to get your black belt, or how long does it take someone to get their black belt? Yeah, um, I, I think some of that is dependent upon style, dojos, okay. uh, per se. Um, I took the scenic route, so uh, it took me twelve years. Yeah, I, I was I was on the slow boat, uh, so it took me it took me twelve years. And the reason it took me twelve years uh, is because I was uh, on the verge of testing for my black belt at my very first dojo. Um, and long sorted story, but you know, in, in a nutshell, um, new instructor came in, he and I didn't get along, goes going back to quitting, right? So he, he and I didn't get along. Um, I had real problems with his teaching styles. He did not like me either. I was, I don't know how old I was, 17, 18 or something like that. Um, so yeah, I parted, we parted ways, um, you know, prior to me getting my black belt. Um, and then after that, I went to another dojo. They started me, I was a, I was a brown belt in my first dojo. They went, they started me back at white and I, I didn't actually care because I just. Was it the same style, sir? No. Okay. No. Um, but, but they, they, they sent me back to white, but they didn't actually make me test for any of my, 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 my belts. So they put me back to white. So they basically said, listen, you know what, when, when you've learned the curriculum and we're comfortable, we'll just, we'll, we'll tell you, put on your next belt, put on your next belt type thing. Right. Um, so I was there for a couple of years, right? Uh, got my way back up, then stopped and went to another dojo because that dojo closed. Ah. Uh, went to another dojo, started back a white. Again, I mean, well, I've been here before, so whatever, <laughs> right? Whatever, a different style, right? Okay. Um, and then uh, I had, uh, I had uh, um, some friends who were opening up a dojo. And I said, well, listen, once you guys get your dojo open, I will come down and I will be your first student. Uh, and I don't know if I was actually their first student. I might've been their second or third, but I was, I was there. I was there and I, and they knew me. They, I, you know, one of the guys that, 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 uh, owned the place, uh, he and his partner, but I, you know, he and I started training together at the same time. So anyway, so we, uh, I started training there and, uh, I, 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 they, they immediately put me back to my, my full rank because they knew, they knew right. Uh, and then I tested for my black belt there in, in, in 97. I started in 85. Wow. So got it in 97. Yeah. So. Now in thinking yeah, of. 11 and a half years. 
Yeah. How long does it take? And how long does it take? Yeah. It takes as long as it takes. Right. Like you just said, 12 years yeah. for you because- I was never in a rush. Right. Right? Like I was never, I've forgotten entire styles of martial arts. Oh. Right? Like that's the truth. I've forgotten entire, entire systems. So, um, yeah. I don't even attempt to retain, to retain it. Ah. So, yeah. Um, but, I, but how long does it take? I think it depends on the dojo. Okay. I think it depends on the person, the commitment level. Uh, if you're going to a dojo and the dojo promises you a black belt in two years, you're in the wrong dojo. There you go. I, I'm, I, at least in the karate dojo, I don't know what other styles would be like, but I don't think that, could you do it in that time frame? Sure. But you're, you're there, you know, you're, you're making a, a, a commitment that most people simply could not make from a time standpoint. Right. Right. And I think there's, I think there's, you know, using, using a cooking analogy. Okay. Right. Um, Sometimes if you're making a stew or you're making like a, you know, a, 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 you know, a sauce for spaghetti or something like that, mm. the longer you let it simmer and the longer you let it sit, right? The better the results. The more, the more, the more flavor gets right. infused into it. You know, could it be done in 30 minutes or 40 minutes? Sure, it could be. It absolutely could be, right? But it's better <laughs> when, right. it's, when it's let, you know, to, to, uh, to let all the flavors to really saturate into it. And I think that's kind of like your martial arts training as well, right? So, so going into this one I have here, how long does it take to perfect a kata? Is there a specific time or is it always, you're always learning or you're always tweaking or? Yeah. Well, there's a Japanese sentiment called hitokata sennen, which means three years, one kata. Okay. Um, and some people believe that it takes three years to. It's, some people believe that 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 you know you're that it used to be you were taught one kata over three years. That's not what it means, right? Um, Hirokata senen basically translates is that that you know what with diligent practice, you know you will have mastered said kata supposedly mastered it within over three years, right? Within three years. So, is that true? I don't know, right? I I, I don't know. I think that. Um, I think that kata is, again, I think it's a very individual thing. There are certain katas that we do that I just have a mental block on. <laughs> I, for the life of me, cannot retain it. Um, yet I can retain the most complex katas we do, but yet some of the, a couple of the easier ones, it's just like it shoots out of my head every time I, every time I, I sort of reacquaint myself with it or read or I'm doing it. Uh, so I think, I think everybody is different. I think everybody does, has a kata that, that for some reason it just, they just clicks with them. Right. Um, but others, uh, they, they, they're going to have to work on and right. they're going to have to, they're going to have to really sort of, you know what, uh, and try to ingrain. Right. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think that, but I think that's an interesting question. I think that's a very personalized question. Okay. Um, what do you love about the martial arts? Oh, pretty much everything, right? Me too. I, you know, I love the camaraderie. Uh, I love the atmosphere on a good dojo floor. Um, I love the the workouts. Um, I, as an instructor, I, I love seeing people get it. Uh, I love seeing people uh, working hard. Uh, struggling with something, and then all of a sudden the epiphany, 
happens. <laughs> and I'll, now they've, they've, they, it's clicked. Uh, I love giving, giving out belts to people who deserve them, uh, who, who have earned them. Um, you know, like we had a sparring class on, on Wednesday night and it was, it was, there was a good few of us here, but you know, everybody was, everybody was working. Everybody was, uh, uh, you know what, uh, everybody was sweating, but everybody was having a good time. You know what? Um, and that's, I think, you know, but everybody's learning. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the idea of a dojo floor that, uh, uh, yeah, I have no, we have no hotheads here. No. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a good club. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, but I, I just, I kind of love everything about it. Okay. Good question. Good answer there, sir. Next one is, would you rather practice kata or weapons? Well, they're kind of the same, actually, okay. uh, because, you know, weapons are, are, you know, like Kabuto, right? So it's a, the study of, 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 you know, Kabuto is a study of weaponry and it's all in, it's all in Kata. Um, I like doing weapons. Um, I don't do it as anywhere near as much as, as, as I used to in the past, though that may change as we, as we start introducing a weapons program here. Um, but uh, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm a Kata guy. Yeah, I like I like doing, I like doing kata. You know, I don't walk everywhere with a bow staff. Yeah, right. So, so in in a weapons, which one would you recommend? Practical. The eskrima stick. Okay. Cali, right? Eskrima, right? Um, Urukan, you know, whatever you want to call them, right? So, um, yeah, but uh, but Cali for sure. Um, so because with the, with the, with the Eskrima, uh, you won't walk everywhere with Eskrima sticks, but you could walk somewhere with an, with an extendable asp, right? Which is very, you know, almost like a, an Eskrima stick when it's extended out. Okay. So you, you could, yeah, you could. Uh, so, but yeah, but from, from a practical standpoint, I think, I think Eskrima is, is probably from a weapon standpoint, one of the more practical ones, but from a bow staff standpoint, listen, you know. A broom handle, right? Funny, we, the last tournament we were at, the one guy had a hoe. What those hoe? Those garden hose? Yeah, and he There's did a whole a, joke to be made there, but I won't make it. Yeah, but he he did a whole cut on, it and he said it was it was an they used to use it. I don't know if he was saying Okinawan. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah, it was Okinawan. Whole, yeah, it's an Okinawan weapon. Yeah, because yeah. it was we were we were actually amazed with uh, some of the students that were there at the, and we were watching it. We we're like what is this guy doing? Like, yeah. and yeah, there, yeah. So that, that's a weapon. Uh, the ore is a weapon, um, which I, I do like certain aspects of it. Um, but, but mostly like, if you go to a tournament now, uh, if you're not even now, not even now, like ever, right. Uh, it's always been the bow. Um, you sometimes see, um, commas. commas. Uh, I don't, I don't see nunchucks, sir. Uh, you do sometimes, but yeah. not, not a lot, especially in this country because they're a concealed weapon. Right. I so, see. um, it doesn't mean stop, people will stop doing like, I remember, I remember actually when the world championships, uh, were here in Mississauga in, uh, I want to say 98 or 99, 98, I think. And, uh, there's a, the guy from England, uh, who did, uh, a nunchuck kata and, oh, all I can say is wow. Really? Wow. Right? Like uh, a, a friend of mine actually won the division doing bow 
But I I hunted this guy down. I think myself and Mr. Sabrisa, we, we we hunted we hunted the guy down and told him that uh, how good his weapons his his nunchuck kata was and that he should have won. So um, yeah, he was he was really good. So, but you know, the thing is that the thing is that 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 with uh, the um, the weapons, I'm a traditionalist in that respect. I'm a tra- I, you know I I don't like the fancy throw the bow up in the air, you know, release it, sport, catch sport it. Karate style. I don't like the sport karate style. I don't like the sport karate style of of, of doing a, uh, doing um, uh, kama katas where they throw it behind their back and they catch it. You know what? It's a bladed weapon. You would never you would never do that. Like I just. I, you know, I just don't, I don't, the sport karate side of things I do sometimes struggle with because I look at that, I look at them getting out and doing their kata and yelling in the ring and it's like, you know what, and then that, and you wonder why sometimes the BJJ guys laugh at us. So, yeah, and I said it, folks, you know what, you can send your emails to me and complain, but it's true. I agree with you. So. Because when I was at, um. Uh, in, in Las Vegas at the, the U.S. Open, um, they had a section in the, in the U.S. They have like big teams. Yeah, I know. Teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, to me, it was I was just, it was more show. Yeah. Like, which I think sometimes. I don't, I don't begrudge them the athleticism <sighs> no, of what no, they're doing. No, no, I, I don't, I don't begrudge them the technical skill or the athleticism of it. I, I, not at all. But it's just like, again, again, comes down to the, from a karate standpoint, what, are why are you taking it right what is your end game goal right right so and that's the issue that i sort of have with with the that right right okay and that then we have go to do you think martial arts would be more popular if tournaments were televised eliminate this poor cry Um, I don't know, actually. I, I don't know. I think that, uh, Kata would confuse most people. Well, they are televised, they're televised, you know, in certain areas, like not, not necessarily in North America, but you know, you can, you can watch them like the the big WKF tournaments. You can can watch on, on, you know, like things like the ESPN or the European version of ESPN. So, um, and like when you, when you look at the WKF and you see these big tournaments, you know, cause again, that's an all black belt division and you know, you don't see, you don't see any kids in those divisions. It's all the adult divisions. Um, those stadiums are full, right? It's not a small crowd. Yeah. Those stadiums are full. So, um, do I think that, that it would be better if, you know, or more popular? Um, I think it would. I don't know. I I just I just don't know. I think the kata again would, would can maybe confuse people um, if they're looking at the the sport karate tournaments because that would that's what would be flashy and, and televised. I think that that maybe sends the wrong message. So I don't I don't rightly know. How about how about if because when they do the bunkai with a, yeah right yeah. it shows why what the kata yeah yeah. You- yeah, see, but even even with that, because when I'm looking at that bunkai, when I'm seeing it, um, again, there's there's I have the philosophy for the most part when it comes to bunkai, you know, the kiss philosophy, the the keep it simple, stupid philosophy. Right. Where I can demonstrate something and you can see me demonstrating it and you can see the direct correlation to what we're doing in the kata, right? Plus or minus a couple of percentage points here, give or take, right? Okay. 
But when I'm watching them do it in the in you know in the, in the the eliminations for the WKF, and I love watching them do it. Well, I see some of that. I see some of the, and I'm t- I'm talking like playing it in slow motion so I can see it. Right. Okay. I'm watching him going, okay, I, I see the first little bit, but then I'm quite confused as to how they got from there to that okay. guy flying eight feet in the air and landing on his face. Like, again, it's that, that's the flash in the showmanship. Okay. Right? In a very traditional setting, mind you. So I, I, that I don't quite grasp. Um, but yeah, you know what? Uh, again, I, 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 I think that when people... One of the things, going back to sort of the question, what I like about the martial arts, is I, I love sort of showing, doing doing kata and then doing the bunkai for the kata. And then people kind of go, oh. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. There's a yeah. meaning. Yeah. There's, oh, I, oh, that's kind of neat, actually. Because some people say, oh, that's that's like a, you're doing like a dance routine. You're doing a something. dance. You, you, yeah, they exactly. They say it all the time. I see it all the time. Yeah. I see it. I see it. I see it. And, yeah. they, and, they, and people, when they see it, they say that. Even yeah. when I, oh, what are you doing, a dance? I go, no, it's not dance. It's. No. It's a form. Yeah, it's a, exactly. Yeah, there, there's actually subtext to everything yeah. that we're doing here. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know that they'd be more popular or not, to be quite honest. I don't. Okay. Well, let's go. What was your favorite memory from a martial arts tournament? <laughs> okay. Um, ah, there's a couple, actually. Um I remember at the Ontario Provincial Open Tournament many years ago now, when it was still in Hamilton, my buddy Matt coming up to me and asking me if I want to judge a division with him. And I said, I don't want to judge a division. And he says, it's, it will be, will be, will be done like super quick. I said, I don't really want to judge a division. Now, come on, I need a judge. I need a judge. It won't, it won't take long. All right. I get over there and it's the kids, white and yellow belts, like eight and nine year olds. There's like 60 of them. And you and Lisa, Lisa said the same thing at the tournament about this. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it it just and it went on forever, like on and on <laughs> and on. I I I oh, it murdered. Like I think we had to take an intermission in the middle of the division, to, so 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 we could go to the bathroom. Like wow. it was crazy. It was crazy that you know pulling me into that and and. Um, but I do remember I the one the one that sticks out in my head there was a there was a a guy that used to train in the organization I was at his name was Ben, and Ben was great he was a good guy he was you know I was in Ireland with him he was a nice guy. And I think this was I think this was the following year in ninety eight or ninety nine or something like that and he's doing a kata, and he he's doing he's doing unsu. Wow. Yeah, he's doing Ansu. And he starts off and he's got this deep, you know, one like hawking type breathing, you know, like like you did when you're open and stuff like that. And there were five judges sitting there and I'm standing behind the judges and a couple of other people and he he hawked up some phlegm. Oh god. Yeah. And it came out of his mouth and it's hanging down the side of his his chin. <laughs> right? <laughs> And the thing is, he knows it's there, right? But he can't do anything about it because he's in the middle of his kata. You don't stop in the middle of kata, right? right. And uh, he's he's but he he's doing he's doing his kata, and we're all like 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 wow. laughing. We're all like laughing, right? Now he's not missing a beat. Like he's he hasn't changed his adjusted his kata. He hasn't, he's not missing a beat. 
until he gets to a point where you know you start doing these these four corner turns and he's trying you can see him deliberately <laughs> lifting his arm up to try to get the thing off of his face <laughs> and, and it's not coming off it's just like because he had a beard it was like it was like oh. velcro it was like velcro to it and the judges the judges are all sitting there with the old scorecards and you know in front of their face like laughing at him right because well, they all knew him too right and they're all like laughing at him when he's got this thing and then finally and then finally somehow he got off but landed on his gi and it was just like I, I just remember that. I remember that. That was that was that was funny. Or uh, there was, used to be this guy who would uh, do his kata, and uh, he was really really in shape. And he would he'd get out there and he doing these open katas and the flips and the whole nine yards. And he would always take his his gi jacket off, and so he'd go he'd go shirtless, right? And and in fairness, like he had a great physique. There's no doubt about it. But one day I'm standing beside a friend of mine, and he takes his he takes his jacket off, right? And as he's getting getting ready to start his kata. He's got his jacket off, and then my buddy yells out, "Take your pants off!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so those are, but but see, the, those those kinds of activities that you encountered at the tournaments back then, like the, these things that I'm talking about, they just don't happen anymore. Yeah. You know, you used to go to, you used to go to, there used to be like an after tournament party, um, and that's just not the case anymore. At least not to the best of my knowledge. I'm not getting invited to them anyway. Yeah. So, uh, but but. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because everybody who's running the tournaments is older. I think everybody is far more cognizant of the liability aspect yeah, that's of huge. things. So I don't, I don't rightly know, but but yeah, it, it's so 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 that some of that atmosphere has 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 changed. Like I've I've had some amazing times at not just at tournaments, but at tournament weekends or or you know you know nationals or international tournaments where it it hasn't just been sort of like a memory at the actual events specifically. Just the whole, but the whole atmosphere of the tournament, or something that happens in and around said tournament. I, and I've got, I've listen, I've got, I've got other ones that, frankly, I will not say in the podcast <laughs> because, you know, they, they're, 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 they're questionable, <laughs> right? So, but anyway, yeah, but I, some definitely good memories. Okay, uh, this one is a good one. Is weight training good or bad for martial art performance? Um, good question. I think it depends. Um, as a general rule, I would probably say it, there's benefit, there's, there's, there's some benefits to it. Um, but you gotta be smart about how you do it. Okay. Yeah. You just gotta be smart about how you do weights, period, full stop, period. Forget mar and, and how it works with your martial arts training, but definitely, uh, you gotta be smart about how you do, how you do weights. Um, because there are certain things that you can do that can actually rob you of flexibility and you gotta be careful with that because you don't want to do that, which cause injuries when you're doing kicks and things like that. So can it, can it be beneficial? Absolutely. I totally believe that. Um, but what you need to do is you need to um, figure out what's going to, what works for you. You need to, you know, go talk to somebody who's an expert in, um, um, you know, like a, like a, like a personal trainer who's an expert when it comes to weights uh, and, and you are, are putting programs together to, you know, to, to play off other activities and other sports. So you know what, you know, you've coached soccer, you know, yep. weight training in soccer. That's right. right? Yeah. You know what? So, so, so yeah, there, there's definite benefits to, to doing, to doing that, you know what? So, um, I'm very big on sports specificity. So, you know what you want to be, you know, when you're training, you do want to be very sports specific about how you're training, but when you're doing weights, right, you can apply what you're doing in weights to that sports, you know, specific training aspect of right. things, uh, and doing weights, by the way. Um, or weighted objects in your training is nothing new. 
right? They've okay. been doing they've been doing it in karate for hundreds of years, right? So hojo undo and things like that, like you know what they have, um, they they had. Um, I don't remember the names of the tools of the items, to be quite honest with you, but you know, like a, like a, a wooden stick that's got a big, big weighted head on the end, Oh, really? you know, things like that for wrist mobility and wrist strength and stuff. So, so it's nothing new. It's, it's nothing new. They've been doing it. Yeah. They've been doing it in the martial arts, you know, like, or, or walking, you know, they, they had these, 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 these jars, you know, what filled with sand, you know, from a grip strength and doing that, like as you're walking across the floor and you're saying Kutsudachi. Really? So yeah. So oh now, which you, which you can easily do with, um, either a dumbbell or you can easily do with a, a you know, a kettlebell. Right. right. Um, and we do some of that here in our, in a couple I of kick, our classes, our kick the class too, primarily, yeah. but, but yeah, so, so, so yeah, so it's nothing new. In, in the martial arts training by any stretch. Okay. Now, how often do you train a week? Each week, sir? I know it's different because, I don't know, because you run the classes as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. I do stuff in the afternoons quite often though, right? Okay. So. Um, Over and above what you do. Yeah. Your- right. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I'm doing stuff in the afternoon, I don't go full, full on. Okay. Um, I do tend to, I do tend to focus more on the, on the technical side of things. Uh, and I leave the other stuff to, um, uh, you know, uh, the other classes, but like your fit, the, the yeah, the kick fit and stuff like that. So, uh, but, but yeah, but from a workout standpoint, um, I work, I work out, I'm going to say workout. I'm not going to use the word train. I work out five times a week. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Five, five times a week, you know, minimum. Generally speaking, of uh, of of forty to fifty minutes, um, give or take, as a minimum. Uh, from a training standpoint, um, I'm not training as much as I would like to. Um, I would actually like to train more. Um, and, and what and what holds you back? It's just the day to day, or time. Uh, no, no, it's not time. It's not. Uh, sometimes the day to day does get in the way. I got to be honest with you, right? Um, it's, um, I don't hear. Okay. So, so here's the thing. I, I, I'll, I'll work out with you guys, uh, yeah. you know, in certain, in certain scenarios, but from a training standpoint, right. When I'm training, I'm, 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 I'm me focused. I'm me centric. Right. So, um, I'm not training. If I'm training when you guys are all here, right. then it's not, it's, it's about me. It's not about you guys. The problem is you guys are paying me, so it should be about you guys. <laughs> so, so yeah. So now, now if I'm jumping into the class, it's because, you know, a, I, I, I maybe need a workout, but you know what? It's, uh, you know what? I, I, I try to raise the class up from an energy standpoint, you know, from a level, right? So, um, I do it with the kids. Sometimes I jump into like the senior belt kids class and I'll do basics with them. And then at the end of the class, you know, if after 15 minutes, I'll say to them, why am I the only one sweating? Right. Right. Is, is it because I'm older than you guys or is it because I'm working harder than you guys? Okay. Right? Like, why am I the only one? Right. And then they started to kind of click into that. They started to kind of get it. Yeah. You know, it so raises they, the bar. It raises the bar. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, but from a training standpoint, like I, you know, you, you I, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to sort of train more, but I, I'd like to sort of train sometimes. Well, we talked about this, I, we've talked about this before, sort of off mic, but when Sensei Flood was here and he right. ran his stuff, you know what? Uh, or, you know, uh, Sandy running the sparring class on Wednesday night, you yep. know what? I didn't have to do much, right? I was just there having fun. Right. Right? Uh, when when Sensei Flood was here uh, and teaching the class. 
No, I'm sorry. It's, it's his floor tonight. I'm just, you know, don't, no, ask Sensei Flood. Don't ask me. It's, it's, it's his, it's his floor. It's his now, floor for the evening. Now, do you find that because you're, there, there's nobody, at, I'm not going to say at your level here, that find it difficult to train with some, like, with us, we're all, no. we're all pretty, no, I, don't, I think. Yeah, I don't close. find it difficult. No, no, no. I like, like, you know, training with the black belts and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, You know, but it's, you know, when you're always, when you're the guy who's always in charge. Right. Right. Sometimes it's nice, it's nice to not be in charge. Yeah. So, Turn it off and be yeah, yeah, on yeah. the other side. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's the job. Okay. Um, Couple more. Couple more. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Um, how how do Kung Fu, Taekwondo, or Aikido compare to Western boxing? Oh, Jesus. They don't. <laughs> God almighty. They don't. Um, Steven Seagal wouldn't like that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, they, I, that's wow. Okay. Wow. Um, they don't. They're, they're all different activities. Okay. They're all different activities. It's apples and it's apples and oranges and grapes and bananas, right? Is what it is. Okay. Um, they're all it's martial a fruit arts. Basket. Yeah, they're all exactly. They're all <laughs> martial arts, but they're all different. They're all different martial arts. They're all different fruit, right? Okay. So, um, you know, uh, Taekwondo, uh, more kicks, less right. hands, right? Boxing, Western boxing, like boxing, quote unquote boxing. Right. Well, that's hands. There's no kicking in it. So yeah. right off the mat, they're two totally different, totally different beasts. Um, Aikido? Aikido, you know, uh, the redirection, you know, things along those lines. Um, it's more passive then, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, get, <laughs> I you know, I, I take some heat for saying this. I, there's certain aspects of Aikido that I really like, but as a general rule, I'm not a big fan of Aikido. Okay. Um, I think it's when you, when I think it's, uh, as it, when the way martial arts go, I think it's a little bit, uh, I think there's an impracticality to it. Like, despite what we see with Steven Seagal. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, if any keto guys out there and you want to come on the podcast and prove me wrong, you know what? Or, or come to the dojo and yeah. prove me wrong we will, in a you know, respectful Please. setting, then not by all means, I'm all for it. But I'm not uh, that. And Kung Fu, listen, Kung Fu is, is in many ways the origin of so many different other martial arts, but uh, it's a very different style of fighting. Right. Uh, anytime I've seen a Kung Fu guy go to a, let's say, a, an open martial arts tournament, they always seem to get their butts kicked. Uh, in, in sparring? Yeah. Right. So um, it's not like we see in the movies. It's not like we see in the movies. I think that, that you know, it's death by a thousand needles to a certain extent. Um, I, I like Kung Fu. Actually, I do. Yeah. Uh, but again, uh, from a Western boxing standpoint, honestly, I give me any martial artist in the world, don't I wouldn't want to go up against a, tr a professionally trained boxer. Give me a professionally trained martial artist or a professionally trained boxer. Uh, boxer. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go up against a professionally trained boxer, right? And hope and hope for a good outcome. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, they, that's yeah. They're they're conditioned to be hit. I see. Yeah, whereas a lot of you know, like Aikido, they're not conditioned to be hit. Well, that's not true. They they do get thrown quite hard, but um, but yeah, I I but and it's a very different sort of impact. So okay. Um. What typical injuries can you get when you're training martial arts and how can we avoid them? Uh, 
Well, I injuries, uh, uh, strains and sprains, things along those lines. Right. Um, you know, are 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 the big ones. Um, you know, uh, feet problems. Like uh, you know, uh, plantar fasciitis, uh, problems with your Achilles tendons. Uh, things and that's along more those lines. like. Your, bo- your body, your own body structure That's your, too, that, right? that has something to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, right? Um, so uh, tears, right? Things along those lines. You know, I've pulled my hamstring a couple of times, mm. you know, in, in, in over the years. Um, you know, shoulder injuries, you know, repetitive motion injuries really is what yeah. we're talking about here. Repetitive motion injuries uh, and things. Uh, so... So yeah, so so those Pre- are prevention, those, sir. Prevention. Uh, prevention is 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 you know make sure you're warmed up. Okay. Warm up. Okay. And the old the older we get, the more warm we should be. Right. So 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 warm up. Um. I in fact I remember I was watching an interview uh, a while ago with a um. She was a Canadian. She was a, a a Canadian athlete. I I I'm so embarrassed. I can't remember her. I can't remember her name, but. Um, she was talking about her warm up versus her practice, and she she she's she she'd retire. She was retiring, and after that season, and she said, "I knew it was time to retire because my warm up was actually now longer than my practice was." Wow! Right, and she was joking about it, but she really wasn't joking about it. So Makes sense. so yeah, so 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 you know what? But so you got to warm up. You got to be. You got to get the muscles. You know, muscles flowing, the joints lubricated. And then honestly, stretch. Yeah, stretch. And I think we 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 forget that. We forget that, and I I will be the first to admit that we don't do an, enough of it here. But you know when when you're com, when it's you're compressed by time. Yeah. Right. So in the old days, when the classes were an hour and a half, right, you would spend fifteen minutes warming up. You would spend five to ten minutes stretching, yeah. and even as young kids, and then you would go into the hour long class. There's something really to be said for that. And then the hour long class was brutally hard. So there was something, you know, like I, I don't, you know, as, as a kid, I rarely ever left without my dojo, my, my, the dojo without my gi being soaked, soaked through. So, but again, an hour and a half class. Yeah. Uh, and there is something to be said for that, but I think I want to do an hour and a half class nowadays. Great. Right. You know, not many people sort of have that. Time. Time. Yeah. Now I, I know some days, some nights, you know, some of you guys double up on classes and you're yeah. here for, you're here for like almost an hour and a half. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go, um, but there's a break in between. Right. So, so so yeah. So I think that uh, I think that that's what you need to do. You just need to you know to to help prevent injuries, especially as we get older. Right. Warm up, warm up, stretch and stretch. Go home and stretch. Yeah. Um, you know when you're when you're you know when you're here, if you're here a little bit early and the and 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 the corner of the floor is not being used, just come out onto the floor and just gently start you know warming up your hips and things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this one here, uh, typical like diet or what to eat. Yeah. Because um, that's, I think, important with what we we're just talking about here of, of the um, stretching. Yeah. yeah. And uh, before training, after training, even like working up to a tournament or working up to a belt test. Yeah. Uh, types of foods to stay away from, types of foods to eat more of yeah i know fluids is is a huge thing yeah fluid as well. be, yeah making sure you're hydrated and the fluids and stuff like that from a food standpoint uh listen i i think people are people are generally fairly different right um like when i was doing noon classes when i had my my right. my first business and i would 
you know, you know, go out for the for the afternoon class. Like somebody would come in and cover my 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 shop, and and I would go out. Um, I hadn't had anything to eat, right. so I would go to McDonald's. I would get a double cheeseburger, and I would walk under the dojo. I would walk into the dojo eating a double cheeseburger, right? And people were like looking at me, like, "How can you do that?" Now, if you remember back a few years ago, they had that book, The Zone Diet. Okay. Well, The Zone Diet basically said that a McDonald's cheese double cheeseburger is a almost a perfectly balanced zone diet between fats carbs and proteins really yeah i could eat that as i'm walking onto the dojo floor and i never ever had an issue training i, ne- I never felt like a lead in my stomach i never felt nauseous i never felt sick i just i it was it was fine no i'm not sure i could do that today <laughs> you know but but i think that some people are um you know, you got to listen to your body, okay. right? Is really at the end of the day, you got to listen to your body. Um, you know, if you're talking about sort of before big belt test the next right. day or something like that, you want to make sure you're like you've maybe carb loaded the day before, things along those lines, get those into your system like the day before. Um, I I have a very bad habit where I generally don't eat before I work out. So like if I'm coming in for, if I'm doing a, a noon class here, like if I've got the kick fit classes at noon, right? right? Now I get up, I do my stuff at home or, you know, when I come in here, I get, I, I roll in around 10 o'clock or whatever time I don't eat. I don't eat, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intermittent fasting. Wow. I, I eat at two, two thirty, and, and, and you don't find anything when you're uh, training no. like lightheadedness or anything like that, sir. No, no, no. Um, you know, you, after workouts have some protein, right? Some people do like a protein shake, stuff like that. I'm not a big guy on shakes. You know, but I, I, I'd easily have a hard-boiled egg or two. Right. You know, something like that. Um, you know, don't eat heavy. Um, you know, bananas, get some, you know, potassium in there and things like that. Um, stay, I, I, stay away from, stay away from, what, what, what do you think? Oh, like, I know that it depends on the person. Depends too. on the person, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, there's certain things that you can, you can, yeah. Like, I, I... Yeah, I, I think it depends. I think it depends on the person. Um, you know, highly processed foods. Right. I would try to stay away from. You know, things like that. But unfortunately, that just becomes so so such a part of our diet. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, in the modern world. So you know the stuff that you know what our mothers, you yeah, know, our grandmothers used to make fresh. You know, you know what we're now going and buying. Um, you know. Uh, at the at the grocery store, and and in some ways, some of it's it's, it's far more convenient. In some ways, it's it's better. In other ways, it's simply not. Right. So I I, I don't know. I I'm I I know kind of what works for me. I know what I had to do in order to lose you know seventy some odd pounds, right? Uh, to get to the weight that I'm at now. Um, but I think everybody, when it comes to diet, listen. I think when it comes to diet, we all know what we need to do. Right. It's just having the wherewithal and the commitment to do it. That's huge. Right? Yep. That's what it comes down yep. to, right? You know you, you know that piece of cheesecake is bad for you, right? Yeah. Don't eat it. Have a fruit bowl, right? Have an apple, right, yep. instead. Um, so much easier said than done, though. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. So one more question. One, one more, question. sir. This one is more. the last one. Last one. Who is the martial arts goat the greatest of all time oh my god yeah oh geez louise oh okay that's a tough one eh that's a tough one that's a tough one is it based on 
Well, is it like we have to base it on? Is it based on? Well, I think like, okay. I'm gonna give you. Two, I gotta give you two. Okay. I'm gonna give you two actually for two separate reasons. Okay. okay? So I'm gonna talk about the practical stand, the practical goat. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say Gichin Funakoshi. Okay. Okay. Um, now, if you've ever read, you know, Gichin Funakoshi, my my way of life, um, he was a man of a certain era. <laughs> okay. So please remember that. <laughs> Right, he was he was a, you know a Japanese man of a certain era. So, so the, his the, his beliefs in regards to home and family and be offended. It's highly offensive in today's world. Okay, but he was a man of a certain time, and those beliefs were common back then. So let's please keep that in mind okay. when I'm when I call him. You know what I, I don't believe in, I don't believe in, in in present shaming somebody in the past. Right. So I agree with you. With that yeah. One. So, I so I think that that. If you look at Gichin Funakoshi um, and how prominent a figure he is in the world of martial arts, like you, you, the way karate is taught in so many parts of the world today is because of that man. doesn't matter, regardless of your style. Right. It's because of Gichin Funakoshi. And his desire to bring karate into the Japanese school system altered it. You know, there was a point in time where the precept, uh, the, the the prime, the prime precept of, of of Shotokan was one strike, one kill. Now it's the ultimate aim of the martial arts lies not in victory, but in the perfection of the character of its participants. Right. So that changed when it came into the school system and all that. Right. So um, I would have to say that you know, Embasan, Embasan um, is a very Shotokan thing, and some of the other styles as well. But in a lot of karate styles, it doesn't exist. Right. But those styles still adopted aspects of it because of Funakoshi. So his influence on the martial arts around the world, I think, goes without saying. So I think in that respect, he has to be, I would think that he's probably the, the you know. The goat of that. Of, yeah, the, yeah, and that, and, you know, in, in, in sort of the modern. Structure. Yeah, it's, exactly. In the way karate is, is communicated in the world, I think okay. he's sort of the goat. If you're talking about sort of somebody who's, you know, famous, um... You know, um, yeah. The, the person that's in my mind is is I don't know that 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 he he should be. Like I'm I I am i am tempted to say Bruce Lee. So why? I'm tempted to say Bruce Lee. Um, you could say you could say his instructor Ip Man. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. Um. So I don't know. I I I I I I don't I don't know. Um, like you know, if you want to talk about about you know, like like movies and and, and that kind of entertainment, um, Donnie Yen. Yes. Oh, you know what? Yes. Um, Jet Li. Yes. Jackie Chan. Yeah. The goat, Jackie Chan. I won't mention mine. You're not going to say, because you're going to say Van Damme. <laughs> I'm going to say Van Damme. You know, get out of my dojo, right? Because I'm Van Damme. Right? No, but... Um, Jackie Chan, the I, goat. I agree with you. Um, yeah. I think every martial art has... Has their own... I, I agree. I agree with that. Right? I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that, you know... Like what, Kung Fu. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got Bruce Lee and his own Jikundo, right? A yeah. Aikido... Well, you got Seagal, Seagal. You know what? Yeah, absolutely. You've got um, uh, Kempo. You have... Um, Speakman. Speakman. Jeff Speakman. Jeff Speakman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Chuck Norris. 
uh, more of a... Uh, Tang Sudo. Yeah. I think he's Tang Sudo, right? So Related birthday to Chuck Norris, 83 years old. 83 yeah. years old. What did yeah. I What did I see? You know what? Uh, that About him having a, you know, a near-death experience 83 years ago and, de- and death still hasn't lived it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 What, what was the other one? Um, um, uh, Chuck Norris was bitten by a cobra and after six agonizing painful days, the cobra finally died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to love it. You got to love it. But no, I, uh, I, I, I would say, I would say, so, so sort of from a, a modern entertainment standpoint, that uh, you just Jackie Chan. He's made so many movies. He's had such an influence. Um, his own stunts. Um, I don't know. I, I you know. any any local guys like can, like we're always talking like the big box. Like any like you've been around longer in this industry than I have. Anybody like with like Canada, North America. Um, that is not a movie person that you can think of, sir, that you might think is. Ah, I don't know if I would call them a goat. But, not you know, goat, but, but yeah, maybe. Listen, there's lots of people that I have a great deal of respect for. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like Mike Bernardo, you know, he's yeah. been in movies and, and TV and stuff like that. You know what? Uh, um, you know, he's, uh, um, you know, just to get some local, yeah, local. WKC, head of the WKC, you know what? Like. Like his contributions to the martial arts in this in in Canada and this community is is it goes sort of beyond beyond you know what measure. Right. Um, so yeah, I think I think uh, Mike Bernardo uh, is definitely one. Um, you know John Duvers uh, in Ottawa, same thing. Um, those guys. Uh, you know again, you know, WKC and multiple club owner. Right. Um, absolutely. You know what? Uh, um, of course, Mister Flood's been here since. Yes. Flood been here um so but yeah you know what um yeah there's lots of there's lots of amazing martial artists right um you know in, i know we're, in, we're, we're siding away from yeah. the, the question but yeah. i just wanted to bring it back down to jimmy fields we, right uh, jimmy fields is probably one of the best striking coaches in this entire country one of the two best striking coaches in the country um you know second generation black belt in this country right hands down uh one of the best kickboxing coaches full stop period full stop uh, so yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Good. so yeah. So anyway, so there we go. Random, random questions. So that was a bunch of questions. Uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, who are listening have, uh, enjoyed it or if you agree with any of them, but, uh, Hey guys, don't hesitate to reach out, you know, especially about the goat question. Yeah. Let me know, right? Send me a, send me a, a message or something like that. Who you think, uh, is the, the greatest of all time, right? Like other than me, but who you think, <laughs> the, who you think the greatest of all time is, right? So there we go. Uh, guys, thank you. Gabe, thank you for thank you, participating. You. Uh, you know what, guys? It's been a blast. Uh, I've got a couple more of these uh, planned and, and coming, uh, so stay tuned. And my apologies about the delay, guys, but gosh, life is just busy, busy, busy at the moment, right? So uh, uh, once I win the lottery, though, there'll be a weekly thing. This will be a weekly thing, right? <laughs> so there, there, there we go. So remember, train safe, train smart, train hard, and uh, we will see you in the next episode. Until then. Until then.